Welcome to the Rizan Worship Songwriting Podcast, episode 72. I'm Joel Payne. I'm Sam Hargreaves. And this is a podcast to equip and inspire grassroots songwriters serving their local church. In this episode, we'll be dissecting the classic song Great Is The Lord by Steve McEwen, reviewing October's Mental Health Songs Challenge with Keiko and setting a new challenge for November. Hello, Sam. Hi, Joel. How are you? Half-term boy? Oh, yeah, I had a really nice break. We went to a little cabin in the woods Ooh, and okay. uh, near Horsham, yeah, and made fires and got wet in the rain and uh, had a lovely time. Aww. And then we've come back and I've just been going through a mountain of emails and I'm teaching two classes this afternoon. Oh, wow. Feels straight back into into life, but yeah, it was a good break. you just come back in for the for the last day of the week, haven't you? So I suppose yeah. You've... Yeah, well, I had to, I had to teach, so I yeah. ended up putting a load of other things in today, so it feels quite full. But anyway... Well, thanks for making time for us. Ah, uh, it's a pleasure. And, um, yeah, how are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. We've just got... we're um, Well, we're both about to go into Tier 2 lockdown, aren't we? So Yeah. We'll see what that looks like. I don't think, for me, it will look really very much different. We just won't go to my in-laws for Sunday lunch. That'd be the main difference, really. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh. All right. Um, I've I've been doing uh, I've been doing the conference circuit. Sam, <laughs> I feel like this could be my new thing. Doing the conference. People do the conference circuit, don't they? Via Zoom. Via Zoom. Yeah. Uh, so that's been really fun. I I can't remember whether I'd done it already since last time, but there, there was an Arusha, um conference, day conference, yeah. and then Green Christian had a couple of days conference or festival as they called it, which is cool. So I I. Popped in on the Arusha one and led some worship, and then Matt Weeks and I did some bits at Green Christian, um, which is really great. Obviously, all off the back of Doxicology, um, mm. and um, well, I just think what amazing people they are. I, I'm, yeah, because I go to these things, and then I'm just sort of I sit there slightly in awe. I just think, goodness, I'm just I'm just cottoning on to this idea that you've been trying to tell us for decades. Yeah. And I feel a little bit embarrassed, almost, but but at the same time, kind of privileged to privileged to join him. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah. Also, started making some plans for what we're going to do with Twelve Song Challenge podcasts and everything else next year. Got dun, a, dun, 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 a dun, bit dun. of a plan brewing. I'm going to do a bit of market research. I think so. I really do want to hear from people if you've got comments, ideas, suggestions, and I'll probably put some stuff out to the to the people who are signed up just to find out. Yeah. But we've got a bit of a, a plan. Um, but before that happens, we're going to have an end of year concert. Da 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 da. Yeah, in December. So it's gonna. Uh, it'll be on Zoom. Uh, it'll have some very strict timings because there's so many of us. <laughs> uh, but I've got a plan for how to do that. I can be pretty strict on Zoom. I'm really looking forward to that because it will sort of be the first time. I don't know how many people will make it, but just to have a whole bunch of us sort of yeah. kind of in one room, in one Zoom. One Zoom um, room. That'd be very nice. And do you know what else That's I've been awesome. doing? This is interesting. Been working on some French and German translations of resound songs. Mm. Um, ooh la la, ooh la la, yeah. So the French one is because somebody sent one in and saying, you know, "Can we, can we, can we do this?" And of course, I looked at it and thought, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and so I've got a couple of um, bilinguals on it, and that's been really interesting. Um, just this process of of translating because you can't. 
it sort of reminds me of Bible translation. You can't translate word for word. And at yeah. times you can't really translate thought for thought because you've got to write a good lyric. And sometimes yeah. you've just got to say, you know, along the same lines, what would what's going to work, what's going to rhyme, what's going to sing well and so on. But it's really hard. Um, it's really hard to sort of to oversee because at the end yes. of the day, I've got to say to the French speakers, you just got to tell me whether that. Yeah. I mean, I can hear you sing it, but you've got to tell me whether that's a good lyric or not. But and then also commissioning a couple of German translations, so we've got some um, some good friends who are uh, again bilingual German English and um, trying to get, trying to set up a bit of a model for how we could how we could carry the quality of our lyric writing, by which I, I don't mean like with the greatest, but we, we just pay. We put so much effort into it yeah. to try. You know, it's so important. How do we carry that through to another language? So it's more than just a, a translation, but it's a really good song, yeah, in, in another language. So that's 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 kind of fun process to be in. That's awesome. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, we've had our um, Advent material come mm. out now. We now have books of Worship in the Waiting mm. Church Service packs and devotional books. And uh, it's all out. It's all available for people. And people have been buying it like hotcakes, which is encouraging. Oh, that's amazing. And, uh, yeah, getting lots of um, people always ask the same questions about, can I use this on my online services? Yes, you can. Yes. I know. Uh, we've, we've got uh, live videos of me and Sarah doing a few songs that I've written specially for that's it. Cool. And then Keiko did an amazing song Yeah, for this, which we've launched as a, as a co-kind of resound yeah. engage thing. Yeah, cool? Yeah, it's a really beautiful song we'll, based we'll on We'll whack that 13. on the end of the podcast. That will be uh, El Featurado. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but no, that's that's been the main thing. That's been, uh, um, it's actually been a massive, massive project, a lot to do. Um, yeah. We're just so aware that people want video content and stuff they can put on their online. So, and of course, we want it to you know work for years to come as well. So yeah. it has to have that dual, dual focus, but... Yeah, I'm excited that that's out and people are starting to use it. It's true that right now we're just having to make everything video church friendly, aren't we? Yeah, totally. and um, yeah, it adds a adds some layers to it. But where you can do it well, you yeah. can be so confident that you've given people a really useful resource. Exactly. Yeah, because you know there are vicars who are never trained in audio visual technology just having to do mm. this stuff mm-hmm. and um it's brilliant to be able to offer some stuff yeah yeah and we didn't know you know when we started we, we thought that you know looking at the bible passages that waiting seemed to be the most appropriate theme yeah because of what the lectionary passages were but then you know literally we didn't i didn't even imagine when we started the project earlier this year that you know we would pro- you know still be in a form of lockdown yeah during Christmas and yeah. you know things that I initially wrote about well at Christmas time we're so busy with our nativity plays blah blah <laughs> and Sarah's like no hang on we need to edit that and say in normal years because yeah. it's just not like that so this whole thing of like anticipation and patience and oh, expectation patience. it's all it's all in there really patience is so important isn't it right? but just because we don't you can wait for something when you know it's coming or you know when it's coming. It's so different to waiting when you don't. And that's really yeah. Advent, isn't it? We're waiting, yeah. we don't know. Yeah. Exactly. We know, but we don't know. Dissect a classic. Our classic song for this month is Great is the Lord and Most Worthy of Praise by Steve McEwen. Yeah. yeah. It's a classically classic, isn't it? 
sound. I think it's Stone Cold classic. Stone yeah. Cold classic, yeah. You know, for me, starting to lead worship in the 1990s, uh, this was a definite staple. Yeah. And has continu- you know, I still use it. If I, if I need a song of, of thankfulness, a mid-tempo type, it still co- comes out occasionally. It's a, I, for me, it was like a, a guaranteed hands-in-the-air moment. Yeah. I Definitely. mean, don't you think? I mean, that's yeah, oh, absolutely. that chorus. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, as usual, I tried to do a bit of research. Now, here's an interesting thing. It's quite, it's quite for such a classic Lee Stone Cold classic. It's quite hard to find much about it mm. on the internet. So, I've been digging deeper and tapping some of my contacts to try and find out some stuff. So, it looks like um, it was. Well, what I could discover is written by this guy Steve McEwen, who was Scottish. Um, and but then raised in South Africa or something like that, and it appears that it was written at the same time, either in the aftermath or around the same time of a quite a difficult experience for him that one of his friends died, had a violent death, um, and that was all I could find. Um, and then, but I could also find this other Steve McEwen on the internet who didn't seem to be associated with this song, but but had a still had this very impressive musical career. So I started digging around. I thought, well, who who do I know? Of a, a requisite age, who might? So I tried Andy Piercy. Andy, do you know Steve McEwen? No, he didn't know Steve McEwen. Um, I tried Graham Kendrick. Graham didn't know Steve McEwen. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, and then, but then I thought, ah, Malcolm Duplessis. Ah. My trump card. So Malcolm, <laughs> is, we interviewed him a couple of years ago, and he was a really pivotal guy. He's from South Africa, and a really pivotal guy in the British-American relationship with integrity music. And um, I thought, ah, oh, Malcolm. And guess what? I got in touch with Malcolm. Malcolm said, oh, yeah, Steve McEwen used to be in my church. Boom. He wrote that song when he was 19. Gosh. It was his first ever worship song. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that That's... great? crazy there it is and then it got so Malcolm because uh, he had this relationship with Integrity passed it on to them and they then put it on one of their Hosanna tapes back in the 80s I think in 87 with Jim Gilbert singing it on on the album Lamb of God so if you've got the those Hosanna tapes somewhere kicking around you can dig out the original beautiful electric piano um, not electric piano it's kind of DX7 electric piano isn't it and the, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so um, he wrote it when he was 19 and, and if you then sort of search the annals of um, worship songwriting. It's very hard to find anything else that Steve McEwen wrote. So was he a one-hit wonder? Well, I've got the answer, Sam. Was he a one-hit wonder, Joel? He most certainly was not. <laughs> but he, uh, but, but not so much in the worship songwriting world. He's gone on to have an incredibly successful career as a songwriter. And he has written songs for and worked with... He actually joined World Party. I think he came over to the UK from... Uh, South Africa joined World Party, worked with Joe Cocker, Robbie Williams, three albums. He was a guitarist and singer and songwriter there. He's wow. written for Kylie, Kenny Chesney, Carrie, Undy, uh, Carrie, Undy, Carrie Underwood, James Morrison, <laughs> Roger Daltrey, Faith Hill, Eminem. I mean, this guy Wowzers, is this like guy. songwriting royalty. So yeah. um, that's as far as I got. But I, I've, I've had quite fun over the last um, little while just trying to dig and try and work out you know is this the same guy and it is and um awesome how amazing that he had he had one i mean maybe he wrote a few while he was in south africa but he had like kind of one main crack at writing a worship song wrote a classic and then moved on to write classics for everybody else yeah. <laughs> um which i rather like um so 
and, and essentially it's it as a song it just begins with those opening verses of psalm 48 great is the lord most worthy of praise in the city of our god his holy mountain beautiful in its loftiness the joy of the whole earth which then goes on to be a bit about kind of he rescues us from our enemies and, and things like that which mm. makes sense of the sense of the song um do you have a little burst of it? Shall I do a little burst? I normally get please, you to do a burst. Please burst I've got my guitar. This is partly because in my my youth, when I first started playing the guitar, I discovered this uh, this way you could play the the opening couple of you know it just moves between an A and a D. Yeah. And I discovered this voicing, which I uh, which I'm, yeah. I'm kind of holding an A minor shape on about fifth fret. I don't really know anything about playing the guitar, but so and I discovered you could do this. Oh no! Hey! Ah! It becomes jazz. <laughs> this is my thing. Oh, it's, beca- it's become a lighthouse family song. Lord, I'm most worthy of praise. It totally sounds like a lighthouse family song. Just <laughs> <laughs> needs a drum machine. <laughs> the city of God, the whole. Of the whole world. Do, do, do. I did have a way of going boom, boom, boom. something like yeah. that. Etc. It does that, doesn't it? Raise and the Lord, we want to lift your name on. What key is it in? C sharp three. Yeah. Lord, we want to thank you for the works you've done in our lives and. Trust in your unfailing love. You alone are God eternal throughout earth and heaven above. Mm. Yeah, you guys. Great is the Lord. Do you think that was enough to get picked up by the by the YouTube bots? Actually, we're not on YouTube, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. It might be. I think that was. I think that was beautiful. Thanks. I like your arrangement. Sam, have you... (laughs) (laughs) Sam, my friend. Tell us, what makes this a Stone Cold classic? Well, I think we'll probably get onto this a little bit later as well, but I do feel that gratitude is a really lacking category, and clearly it's been a lacking category since the 80s, Um, because this really, for me, fills a hole. When I want to say thank you to God, actually that that kind of posture of you know we have praise we have adoration but i think thank you is is a different thing and particularly for the works you've done in our lives it becomes a kind of a very concrete thing that we're thanking god not just for who he is not just for what he's done in history not just for you know his yeah. character but actually for the thing so i will often pick this if it's a kind of a time when the church is kind of thinking about you know what has God done this year, or what has God been doing in our, in our, in our local community, or something like that? It, it sort of seems to name quite explicitly, you know, God, thank you for what you're doing, and and, and I think, yeah, for me that chorus is particularly it feels like it's filling a gap. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I think it's a bit like a Disney song, don't you? <laughs> I could you sort of imagine Prince, someone or other, singing it. Yeah, with a strong vibrato and a musical theatre voice, and, yeah. and, and structurally, it's got a, it, it is like a Disney song, and and it's part of that is because it has these kind of elongated lines. It has mm. a really, um, 
it's just got a Disney tune, but it's also got um, speech a lot of speech rhythms to it. So it's like, yeah. so if you go to the chorus and Lord, we want to lift your name on high. It's just natural. It's even got the melody. Yeah. And Lord, we want to lift your name on high. Lord, yeah. we want to thank you for the works you've done in our lives. I mean, it's just, it's more or less how you'd say mm. it. Your other little emphasis, which does connect it because that's kind of how songs work in musical theatre, isn't it? They really often they become half speech, half half sung. Um, yeah. So I think that's a real strength. This is one of the stone stone cold classic choruses, and it does it <laughs> by singing it how you say it. Yeah. Learn the lesson everyone and um it's also got this little um thing in the melody which we pointed out in various other songs it's got this little steps in two um with so it it sort of sets up the note for the next chord one note before each time so if you think um let's go and uh and lord we want to do one do 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 it's the same note do 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 and each time it do 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 so you see it sets up the note for the where it's gonna land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a lovely kind of cascading feel, but it's is you know it's a particular approach to melody writing, which you find in a lot of hit songs. Um and um, think yeah, I think it works rather well. I think the other the other thing about the Disney thing is I think the, the the harmony is working really hard. The harmony is so well constructed. So actually, the melody, as you say, feels very natural and has a lot of repeated elements. But underneath that, the chords are really bringing the the variation. So you'll sing the same note. Great is the Lord, but the the chord will change underneath it, and it will find mm. the common notes between those you know in those different chords that you're then singing you know um the joy of the whole earth you know the, the chords the chords are really working hard to kind of bring the variation and then you've got that the difference between those quite long you know whole bar chords and then the the, the little turnaround dun, 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 changing much faster yeah so just the way that the harmony is constructed i think has adds to that i mean in a positive sense, that sense of it being a Disney song because the, the chords are just doing so much underneath the melody. Yeah. Do you think it is partly of its time, you know, back, we're looking here in the mid-80s, the kind of, um, what's it called? The restoration movement. I think that's what you call it in um, worship music history of mm. God's... God upon the throne, the throne room, entering into mm, his presence, yeah. all this kind of stuff. That a lot of music of the time, especially if you look at sort of the Hosanna tapes and things, had a very regal pomp and ceremony. Thea- it was quite yeah. theatrical. And it kind yeah. of makes sense that a lot of the music that comes out of there, like Mad- Jack Hayford's Majesty, it's, yeah. it, there's a theatre to it, yeah, which, which kind of matches the tone of this song. Definitely. So... Um, Imagine 19-year-old Steve had brought it to you and um, well, what would you have said? Would you have, would you have given him any tips? <laughs> well, I think that the really glaring thing is that it is based on this psalm and it takes the Psalm 48, you know, first opening few lines. But you're always left with that question, what do you mean, the city of our God, the Holy Spirit? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are what? we talking about what? here? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're and just, it's, you're it's, just mentioning it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not even unpacking. And of course, it's that that really tricky thing that when we set the Bible, we can 
you know, have this really right urge to just set it word for word or just fit it as closely as we can. But actually, you know, the, lots of Psalms talk about going to Jerusalem and we know in the Old Testament, you know, God's dwelt in the temple in Jerusalem. Yeah. But we just don't live in that era anymore. And so it's a very odd thing. You know, what are we actually talking about? What is the city of our God, the holy place? And it just it kind of raises more questions than it answers. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, basically, for a good decade, none of us had a clue what we were singing at that point. <laughs> but we just loved the way it sounded as you sang it. You get to the joy of the whole earth. You're not really sure what the joy of the whole earth is. You just know that the whole earth must be really full of joy at this point. <laughs> So, yeah, and maybe just slipping in an in or something. Great is the Lord in the city of our God. Yeah. But, you know, there's a, yeah, there's a range of things you could do. I, I guess I would have, I, I would say two things. One is, it reminds me a bit of a faithful one in that it's just rather long, isn't it? Just mm-hmm. sort of for, for not much. Right. And I don't mean this, clearly it works. And the same way the faithful one has, is quite through composed. Mm. Just has long sections and 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 it's the sort of the same in this. The great, just a long time on great. Is the Lord our most well? And then in a minute, there's going to be a pause for a little musical motif. And then, <laughs> so there's, it, it's so interesting, isn't it? I probably would have said, "Do you want to tighten that up a bit, Steve? Do you think we could? Do you think we could tighten that up a bit?" Um, and then, <clears throat> but the other thing is, it has a very wide range, so it goes right from an A at the bottom. I think that's true. Um, I'm pretty sure that it's up to an E at the top. Right, it's a yeah. big old range. So you're singing the verse and you're down quite low, and the but and the chorus and and that E in the chorus pops up a few times. It doesn't just mm. um, for the works you've done. I think it's the works, isn't it? Isn't he? Um, so yeah, again, I'd have said maybe maybe we'll lift a bit of the melody of the verse because that chorus. Oh, that's the that's the it's an absolute belter, and then we can we could bring it down a tone. Yeah, so that's how we would have ruined it. <laughs> Great song, Steve. Thank you. Nice one, Steve. 12 Song Challenge. It's been another bumper month in the 12 Song Challenge. We set you the difficult task of writing songs on the theme of mental health. And I caught up with Keiko for a mum to have a look through the songs. Welcome, Keiko, to the podcast. Hello. Now, we should say, listeners, we're especially lucky to have Keiko with us this month um, because, uh, Keiko, you're expecting to give birth very soon. <laughs> yeah, any day now, actually. Yeah, OK, so. well, we're, we're, if you have to disappear in the middle, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> okay. There is a rumour that you're going to name the baby after the star of the month this month. Oh. Uh, well, so you might want to choose carefully <laughs> okay. before you commit to that. It is a boy. It is a point. Okay, yeah. well, there uh-huh. we go. Uh-huh. So, okay, well, let's narrow it down. Come on, fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> it could be you. Um, it's been an incredible month, hasn't it? It has. I mean, I don't know. I think this might have been my favorite um, podcast, what you guys did um, mm. last month. Um, this topic is just so, well, near and dear to my heart, but I think... Um, I think we found that it really kind of hit a nerve in our community because there are just so many really, uh, I don't know, like a new level of honesty and kind of rawness and authenticity I found anyway in the in all the songs. There's just so many good ones. This yeah. month, so. it, it's, I mean, it's blessed the community, hasn't it? We are a little community of, of writers and a bit, we've become that. And I, I feel it's actually, it's done us all good. It's opened us up. Um, and, and I think that's been a great thing. I, I think so. It seemed like um, 
it's nice to know that it's a safe community where people can um, write from their own personal experiences. Um, and also, I was um, I was really touched by the people who sort of um, maybe didn't personally feel like they had particular struggles, but they took the time to really connect with others, spouses yeah. and close friends. Um, and I just, that was, I don't know, that was really touching for me too, to see that happening as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's impacted relationships beyond this, hasn't it? Which mm-hmm. has been really wonderful. So, I mean, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's contributed. Uh, we still have this extraordinary number of songwriters still going for the mug. It's all about the mug <laughs> and still going. And so, I mean, wow. And, and honestly, it was, it's sort of through tears um, assessing this month's songs because mm-hmm. the, just the richness, the depth and the... Um, the sort of emotional quality of them, I think. It's the poetry that was there as well. I think it's wonderful. Mm. So, um, Keiko, you've been having a good look through. Do you want to pick out some honourable mentions? I've got one or two in mind as well, but let's you, you kick us off. Sure. Uh, well, one of the things that I found that was especially tricky um, was to write a song that was congregational, um, just by nature of the topic, because, you know, mm. we're all trying to give voice to something that's so personal and so difficult. Um, and so how do you translate that into a song that everybody can sing all at once? Um, I, I would say most people wrote kind of from within the storm or within their struggle, um, mm. including myself. Uh, but one, um, I really appreciated a completely different approach, and that came from Eric. Oh, shoot, Eric. I don't know how to say your last name. <laughs> I was going to. I was hoping you'd know. I thought. <laughs> I should have asked you, Graf? Grafe? Like, we, don't, we don't know Eric we're so <laughs> sorry. sorry Eric G, um, Eric G. I, I re- well he um, he's really gifted at um, setting just sort of pure scripture to music yeah. um, it's it's kind of his thing and he's a great songwriter too mm. um, but his approach I, I really appreciated he sort of took just Psalm 19 and he developed a song out of passages from Psalm 19 and said that um to music and I appreciated that because it was kind of this the main idea is the law of the Lord is perfect and I think there's Mm. something in there about um, the Lord being my rock and so rather than kind of writing from within the hardship he he wrote from without well he wrote about God being our rock and sort of as a grounding song like something to cling to and so I really appreciated that Um, absolutely uh, another one I really liked was Paulette, um, oh, do you think We've got another sh- surname we don't know how to say. Paulette Sheard? I'm so sorry if I'm messing up your name. Um, so, so she wrote a really great round, and I, th- I think rounds are really difficult to write, yeah. um, personally. Um, so it was a three-part round, and it just sounds gorgeous all by itself as a song, um, but it fits together beautifully, and it's so simple. There are only like three, four lines um and um and it's it's very it's well let's see in the struggles of the day through the endless night lord hear my prayer i think are the words Mm -hmm. so very very simple but something that a whole congregation could sing together and i just uh, it's very practical i guess she maybe she's already used it by now wonderful um yeah so that was a great one um yeah one more i wanted to mention that i found um, was really touching was by Jonathan Knight. Um, mm-hmm. He wrote um, thinking about dementia um, and just the anxiety and depression that that can 
bring on. Um, and so he also wrote a very, very simple song um, that was so moving for me, but it was um, kind of taken from uh, a psalm, a couple of different psalms, you know, remember us, Lord, the Lord remembers and will bless us and he will, he will not forget. So the words, um, he just captured this really beautifully, oh Lord, you will always remember, you'll never forget mm. us. Um, even though our hearts may fret, you will never forget. Um, our memories fade. Yeah. Um, so I just found it to be so, so touching. Because um, that's something ma- many of us will fa- are facing or will face. Um, and so, so yeah, those are the ones that I'm um, really... Yeah, oh, that's, that's really wonderful. I mean, goodness me, this is—it's intense, isn't it? This mm. one. Um, I, I picked a few out as well. I just this grabbed me. Um, I thought Rob McClellan—he he wrote a song oh, about addiction, yes. and honestly, yes. and I realised this is now what Rob works in, and and he works in the field particularly to do with addiction to pornography, mm. and his. Um, and I think it was great simply because, of course, yeah, that is a that, that is another it's another aspect of mental illness. I, I, I cannot get out of these patterns that my, my brain mm-hmm, is in. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought he wrote honestly and compassionately, but also just a bit. There was one one line really grabbed me. Night spent at the altar, eyes upon the screen. Mm. And you just thought, yeah, gosh, that's it. The whole sort of the whole sense of idolatry and in and devotion to addiction i just was was really rich so i really appreciated that one um i really appreciated again just the odd lines that came through andrew porter wrote a song and it began in a jar on a shelf sits my soul Mm. and that was his that's how he encapsulated um i think depression but certainly certainly mental illness and i thought and then and then goes on to it to expound it from that from that metaphor but just in that single line i thought wow yeah I, i feel like that says enough in itself, mm. and um, and then there were a few, and and interestingly, perhaps like you, I was slightly drawn to the really simple ones where people thought, "I'm not going to say a lot," mm. um, and also the ones which were Jesus speaking to us. It it felt like in this theme, Jesus speaking to us was a really strong way to approach it. So Roger Knight um, had a really simple, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened." and um very little to it but immediately i was drawn to it and, and any of the songs this month like that i sort of came to them thinking ah i know what i could do i could use this one mm-hmm. maybe some of the the longer more personal ones harder to you know you could use them in performance and so on but but there's something wonderful and repetition i sort of throw this in as well i was struck how quite a few people used a lot of repetition mm. repeating the same plea and that mm-hmm. just felt very appropriate mm-hmm. that's the reality isn't it mm-hmm. actually we do and even to the point of being uncomfortable t- mm-hmm. time to stop time to stop the repetition but <sighs> you can't stop the repetition can you so yeah i mean we've picked out a few but i mean so many so many good ones um and you got one for us to listen to yeah i i think i can get the name right on this one <laughs> this is mark willoughby when the that's night it. is closing in um maybe i'll just read really quickly what he said about his song he says my aspiration in this song is to try and give voice to the feelings i know many with depression experience and so doing seeking to validate and recognize these feelings um, but he doesn't want to dwell on the feelings and the experience alone, but invite Jesus to be present in that place. Um, and so, um, I, yeah, I, I just love this one. I felt like it could definitely be used. Um, there was repetition in there, both musically um, and, and lyrically, and I could imagine a group singing this. So I just thought he did a beautiful job. 
night is closing in When the fear is crippling When the hope is wearing thin Meet me To 
find my voice and say, Jesus, you are God who saves. Jesus, you are God who saves. Jesus, you are God who saves. Wow. We, we normally switch them off halfway through just to get a little taste of them. I couldn't switch that one off. Mm. Wow, Mark. Thank you. Gosh. So many good things about it. Oh. Um, I... I one thing I love is when when I hear a song and I, I just know straight away I couldn't have written it. I mean, I'm always a bit jealous as well, but I love it too. <laughs> and with this one, there's something of the melody. There's a kind of um, it's a kind of Ed Sheeran type mm-hmm. to the melody of it, mm-hmm. which is just nowhere. I just don't go there naturally, but I hear it instantly. I think, oh yeah, that's great. So mm. simple, just a little, little descending sequence, but it works so beautifully. And then just all these little lines that. Because of this simplicity of it, it's because it's not laboured. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mark is able to slip in these things like, you know, when the night is closing in, it's very familiar poetry, but when I can't lift my head, when I can't leave my bed. Mm. I mean, that's that's real. Mm-hmm. But it, in the simple way he delivers it, 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 it allows this space to put those things. And there's another line, isn't there? When I cannot feel my worth, when I hate my mm-hmm. very birth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then... Sorry, I'm probably stealing all the things you were going to say, Keiko. But the, no, well, those are the, all the things. The end of the <laughs> okay. as well. God, help me to trust you. Help me to find my voice and say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jesus, you are God who saves. Oh. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. It was just, uh, just really moving. Yeah, so. great job. Great job, Mark. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Should we just stop there? <laughs> we could just stop there. Couldn't we? Oh, maybe we may. Uh, I mean, the thing is, I, I, I've also heard what you've written this this month, Keiko, and I also think it's really deep and powerful. I'd love if you just share a bit of it with us. Are you are you able to do that? Uh, sure. The only problem is I can't really sing and play it at the same time on guitar. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if. If you don't mind playing the recording of it, I think I sent it. I think I sent it to you.
Again, thank you. Really, really strong, um, really powerful. I love that you you chose that sort of unusual melisma in the middle of the first line of the the verses, um, just playing on the melody in the middle in the middle of the of the word, um, which just sort of gives it such character. And it's really difficult, isn't it, writing this kind of song? It's really difficult not to sound pithy or trite or shallow. Um, and somehow that little device kind of pours some character into the thing, which just says this is more than just a, a, a more than just a collection of thoughts, more than just some words to throw at you. It says I'm engaging with this as I sing it. And, um, yeah, I, re- I, re- I really love that. I... I was trying to um, use David's little... I mean, this comes from Psalm 42, and I was trying to use David's trick of kind of speaking to himself, um, mm. speaking to his own soul, oh, my soul. Um, um, but I hoped that coming from that perspective, it could also work as a song that we sing to someone who needs to hear it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know how Great successful work. that was, but thank you. Thank you, Keiko. We shall, um, sure. well, hopefully, well, we will, well, we haven't, we might have to discuss your maternity leave arrangements, um, but apart from that, maybe we will see you in December. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Thank you to Keiko for that, and um, every blessing, Keiko, we're thinking of you and praying for you. Yeah. Um, what we forgot in uh, the bits of what was quite an emotional review was to mention who the star of the month was and therefore um, the name of Keiko's impending child is <laughs> <laughs> the star of the month is Eric Greff Gre- Gre- I think it's Greff <laughs> I think it is well whatever it is Eric you're the star Eric has been He's been really helpful on my song. Loads of songs coming in. He's just oh, so encouraging and positive. And um, what a guy! So you what a guy! Could people start spelling their names phonetically on the forum, please? Then we would know. That really would actually help us, wouldn't it? Yeah, just a yeah. hint. We had to ask yeah. Keiko, didn't we? To be fair, yeah. Remember, she said it's pronounced like the watch Seiko, and I was like, oh, I always thought that was Seiko. Seiko. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've learned two things here. Yeah. You've never let on that your name is actually pronounced Joel. Joel. Uh, when I lived in Peru, uh, the the lady, uh, the church leader lady, she used to call us Mr. and Mrs. Piney, <laughs> which is really nice. She didn't speak English. That was all she could say. She'd say, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Piney. 
because <laughs> in Spanish you pronounce every every, every letter. Yeah. 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 Um, let me. I'd love to just quickly sing you what I've come up with um, because I've had some really helpful feedback. Um, Ian nice. Edgson has been super useful and helpful. Travis, um, Eric, um, lovely some lovely stuff from Heidi sharing some you know really personally about her own experience of tragedy and how mm. her how as she looked in this song she saw it saying the same kind of things um oh. which is yeah so thanks everyone for for feedback like, sam i'll just sing it to you and then it goes like this i think struggles unseen and deep in my soul the light of his glory is burning weakness without shadows within darkness and doubt yet I'm cherished by him deep in my soul of my Savior is burning. He has made of this body a temple, walls of gold in an earthenware shell. And my heart, though so fragile and feeble, is where Jesus dwells. That's that's what I did. That's awesome. I read. The, I went on the Sanctuary website and I just read an article. One of them was about sort of, in a sense, redeeming the inner person, saying that often people struggling with mental illness struggle with the idea of looking inside because they what they find when they look inside is horrible, and mm. and that actually what you need to redeem that and say no, what you find when you look inside is Jesus. That's the, that's mm. the truth that speaks into that. Um, and then I just try to kind of engage with that tension of this is how I perceive myself, my inside. And it's the reality for all of us. I don't think it's just about mental health. But actually deep within, as in, as Paul says in 2 Corinthians, we're like, a, we're like an earthenware vessel. Mm. And it's got the glory of Jesus burning inside. Um, yeah. yeah. There you go. Nice one. So yeah, well, I, thanks. Everyone. I've written one this this month, and I've had some good feedback, and I have put a um, a response, a, a revision. But I I don't think I need to particularly play. I think people, if they're on the on the forum, can go and have a look um, if they're sure. interested. Challenge. Our challenge for November is to write songs on the theme of Halloween, and oh, no, that's October. <laughs> um, to write songs on the theme of election. No, we wouldn't do that to you. Our challenge, actually. Election as in the theological principle or the... Whichever makes you less worried, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> um, our, our challenge is to write songs on the theme of thankfulness. So we're piggybacking a little bit on um, the idea of Thanksgiving in November. But, yeah, songs of thankfulness. And I think you've already articulated, haven't you, Sam, that um, they're few and far between, these songs. Strangely, yes, I think so. Um, 
there's a little quote that I like from John Whitfleet yeah. um, in his book about the Psalms where he says, large portions of Hebrew prayer are devoted to recounting the history of God's actions, which presumably God already knows. This act of remembrance does more than merely tell a story. It gives identity and specificity to the God who is addressed in prayer and correspondingly to the people who pray. So what he's trying to say is in, in the Psalms, there there is general praise. Yeah. But there is also this specific where, you know, you read these Psalms and it talks about very specific things that God has done. And I think we we shy away from that because we don't want our song to get so niche. You're obviously not going to write a song that says, you know, thank you, God, that you helped my dog when it went into the vets for an operation. You know, that's too specific. Yeah. But somehow I feel like we need to not just do that very stood back. God, you are awesome and you made the heavens. We need to be a little bit more specific. And actually, just that old adage about, you know, count your blessings and you'll see what the Lord has done. I think in these days and these times, just to stop and be grateful for, oh, I've got a warm bed. Oh, yeah. I've got a, you know, I've got a home. I'm I'm feeling reasonably well. You know, all yeah. of that stuff. That's yeah. all good for us. And it's all kind of helps us in a in a very cynical um, and, and stressy environment to kind of focus on God specifically yeah. in what he's done. Do you- should we have a little bet now on how many songs that go, I'm counting my blessings, there will be this month, now that you said that? Because that's a great lyric. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for six, I think. Laying down my stressings. Oh, are you rhyming it? Oh, yeah. dear. Um, yeah, that's really helpful. Uh, the Psalms are full of, of thankfulness. The Psalms are full of all kinds of things, but one of the things they're full of is thankfulness. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And, um, and it's interesting that they there is a consistent um theme of the kind of thankfulness for the meta narrative of a redemption isn't there <clears throat> consistently yeah. going back to egypt and, and rescuing yeah. so on but there's also a, a personal testimony of thankfulness that goes mm. alongside it so those two things run through <clears throat> i thought the way we could look at this this month is to pick out um seven um kind of related what shall i call it seven approaches to thankfulness that i've found in the bible you could probably find more, but I just did a bit of a, a Bible search looking up, uh, looking for the words. And um, I thought if I just go through these, because this is this could be really helpful just for picking out some stuff um, to write on. The first is, as, as Sam said, um, thankfulness for God's deeds, for what he's done. So a good example is Psalm 9, which actually says recounting the wonderful deeds he's done. Interesting thing about Psalm 9 is it's the one that says at the beginning to the tune death of a son. <laughs> And, and which is dark, isn't it? Yeah, so how yeah. interesting that it says, "I will recount your wonderful deeds," but I'm going to use a sad Radiohead tune. song. Yeah, it's the, going to be a Radiohead yeah. song. I'm mean, definitely yeah. a Radiohead song. Um, so that yeah, that's one of the things. But and it can be sort of for the for the bigger narrative, but also for the particulars of that have been experienced. And mm. I guess you have to be creative. You have to be poetic to the that it's using poetry that gets you out of the the kind of the tr- the um, the pitfall of specificity and mm. into the blessing of specificity, if you like, yeah. isn't it? It's kind of you yeah. phrasing things in a way which, which have a breadth that allow people into them to sing them together, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the second thing in the Psalms that comes up is this idea of thanksgiving on, in, in the approach to God. And, mm. and I just think it's related to his presence and encountering his presence, that one of the marks in the Psalms in Psalm 95 Psalm 100 is approaching with thanksgiving, with thankfulness. Yeah. So, as you said, Sam, shouts of praise, sure, bowing down, sure, 
thankfulness is a is a key mm. thing. So it could be actually writing a song which is a you know a gathering song, a call to worship song, an approach to God's song, a song of God's presence, where the the hallmark of it is thankfulness. Thirdly. The Psalms do give thanks for God's character. So one of the most famous ones is give thanks to the Lord for his good. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. Yeah, exactly. And then the, it actually says that three times. Give thanks to the Lord. The God, I think it's the God above all gods. His love endures forever. So it's kind of, it's thankfulness for his goodness and his love. So that is an aspect of thankfulness is to write the, the, the song. But it's not just praise for his character. It's thankfulness for his character. So that's another yeah. key psalm approach. Um, Paul talks about thankfulness a few times in the New Testament. And um, in 1 Thessalonians 5, that's where we get that famous verse, give thanks in all circumstances. Mm. It's a kind of, it's towards the end of the letter. He's giving them a bit of a kind of ongoing, right, just keep doing this stuff advice. Mm. And it's pray continually, rejoice always, give thanks in all circumstances. So there's a sense of thankfulness as a discipline, isn't there? There and um, mm. kind of committing. You could you could write a song of committing to the discipline of thankfulness, alongside maybe committing to the to other disciplines of of um, of life. And I guess it's been a tough year, you know, absolutely, and it's going to carry on being tough. And and you know, I'm thinking of our our friends in America this month, where you know, whatever happens, it's going to lead to division and it's going to be yeah. really hard um and there is quite a lot of for us giving thanks in all circumstances mm. so it may be that that's the song we have to write i guess the the thing i would say as a challenge is i think we've probably written quite a lot of those songs this year about through all circumstances mm. and so yeah sure go for that if that's where you need to go but also as a challenge maybe Maybe don't just default to that one. Maybe don't just default to everything's tough, but I'll give thanks anyway. Although that is a perfectly good thing to write. That'd be my yeah. challenge, just to, to to branch out for that and see. I can certainly see a song... I expect few people will write songs where they actually think through the different circumstances where we might want to give thanks. That's nice, You know, yeah. whether you think that through in your week or whether you think that through in terms of, you know, in in this, in that, in my work, in my... Um, you could do you could do something where you you made it quite explicit. That would be cool. I like the sound of that. Um, Paul also connects thankfulness to prayer and supplication to to making requests of God. So in Philippians four, you know, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And what that leads to is the peace that passes all understanding. That's a wonderful. You know, that could be a place you go as a to draw on some scripture. But it's also interesting that the thankfulness is. Um, is not without self-interest there. Mm. It's, you know, it's okay to put those things together. I have needs, God, and I bring them with thankfulness. So how do you do it? I suppose you, you, you give thanks for, for what he's done, but you also... So, it, so it could, that could be the way you combine them in a song. Um, Colossians, another really famous one. Let peace reign and be, and be thankful. Basically sing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts, whatever you do. Um whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father. It's, give thanks happens three times in that little section. Um, mm. And and really there's a lot there. It's about an attitude of thankfulness, isn't it? It's about let whatever you do, let it be done in thankfulness. When you sing and make music in your hearts, let that be done with thankfulness. As you experience mm. the peace of Christ in you, let thankfulness be a hallmark of it. So there's something about an attitude of 
of thankfulness. And then the other place it, it pops up quite interestingly is in Hebrews 12, which is all that talk about, you know, you, you haven't come to a, a mountain that's blazing with fire that can't be touched and all the other stuff, but you've come to, um, you've come to essentially a sort of a different kind of mountain. And that uh, there it's kind of, so be thankful because of your freedom to approach God, but also mm. recognize, but also do it with reverence and awe. Still recognize his holiness, his, his, his greatness. There's a kind of a thankfulness linked with a sense of reverence and holiness and awe um, mm. as well. If I look at those things, that's just, a, you know, seven ideas from flicking through the Bible. There's a whole load of different approaches you could use. Yeah, and it's 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 a kind of a brilliant kind of counterpoint to last month's challenge, isn't it? Because I think last month was possibly about quite a lot about the the realism and the honesty and yeah. and I, I feel like these two things have to go hand in hand because as you say, you know, you come and you have prayers of supplication and you let your request be known. And if you don't balance that out with thanksgiving, you might start to get grumpy and you might start to get resentful or, you know, demanding or whatever. But actually holding together the supplication, the honesty, the, even the lament with there's always something to give thanks for. Yeah, There's always something to be grateful for. I think that's good for our mental health. I think it's good for, you know, our relationship with God to say, actually, th- these two, these things are going hand in hand. You know, I'm going to give thanks. I'm going to be grateful as well as being honest as well as being yeah. so holding those things together it, the discipline thing is appeals to me quite a, a lot uh, and i can imagine one way of approaching this could be to say well i'm not going to write any song for the first week of the month what i'm going to do instead is keep a thankfulness journal yeah every day i'm going to set aside a few minutes i'm going to sit down and write down stuff i'm thankful for and at the end yeah. of the week i'm going to look back through that list and i'm going to let that inspire me into writing my song that could be a really it could be really good for you yeah and yeah. really good for for writing a song do you think sam people should get extra points if they actually include the words thanks thank you or thankfulness i think they should get extra points if they write a genuinely song about thankfulness and gratitude without using those words oh. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm thinking of i'm thinking of all the people who when you come to plan for a service you think I need a song about thankfulness, and you type in thank, thanks, no, nothing, <laughs> thankful, no, thank you, no, nothing. <laughs> Think of the, those poor worship planners who just need to be able to search their database and find your song. Well, gonna my song's going to, my, my first line's going to be thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just make sure it, it's really clear. It's a really hard word, though, to get into a song, isn't it? It feels a little bit too weak. It feels a little bit colloquial. It feel, I don't mm. know what it is. Remember Matt Redman did a thank you song in the in the nineties that I used to sing quite a bit. Do you know that one? No. Thank you, thank you for the blood that you shed. Oh yeah. I just remember. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, for the many ways you feed us. Do you remember that one? No. Oh. Who was that like? I want to say Chris Bowater. When we gather in his name. Could be. I'm probably going to get that wrong now. There's also the um, super classic. We probably should do it as a classic at some point. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Go west where the air is blue. (laughs) (laughs) Where the air is blue? I don't know. What is it? (laughs) People swearing in your Western world. All that remains is for me to introduce the featured song of the month, which is a marvellous special collaboration between Resound Worship, Engage Worship and Forum Mum Keiko Ying. 
and it's a song for Advent. Really beautiful. Um, yeah, I feel like Keiko cheats because she can play the cello. But nonetheless, it's also... Very, <laughs> well, actually, it turns out yeah. she can play the guitar really well, oh, which is goodness, particularly yeah. annoying. She did this, can we say, she did this She did this thing where she tied some braids from one of her children's toys yeah. around the strings in order to get this really damp, dampened sound. As she Muted. That's great. Very clever. I'm going to try using, like, a... I'm going to try some of my son's toys on the guitar. And it took it took what was quite a down minor-ish song, and it, it, it gave it this sort of dance feel. So, yeah. You know, as much as it's got the gravity of the minorness, it's also got this kind of lightness of ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, and then the brilliant James Martin just pops up. This is amazing little counter melody things, and it's Aww. it's really cool. Okay, well here it is. Take heart by KK Ying. See you next month. Bye. Take heart, dear sisters, fear not, dear brothers, all you. Turn to